0: You are now joining in on part two of this discussion of all knowing and yet approachable. The ones that did sin, look where they went, look where they were uh, put out, you see, put out of heaven. So with that knowledge, we can see as God observed uh, what happened in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve, you know, purposely, uh, developed that desire where it says that Eve was really totally misled but Adam went along with it and you know they ate the forbidden fruit and I want to emphasize it says the forbidden fruit people may describe it as being a certain type of fruit but uh, from every translation that I read it just says of uh, fruit you know that they weren't supposed to eat from that tree of knowledge of good and bad and so, it was after uh, this happened, then God came and, you know, taught Adam and also pronounced what he was going to do to put the earth back uh, to the paradise conditions and take this death and despair away from the earth that Satan had brought in. But see, that goes to show us one example of how God was not using his all knowledge and his foreknowledge to see whether man was going to act up or trip up or not, you know, or sin or not. There are other examples we see in him, the way that he dealt with Abraham, um, testing out Abraham's faith. There are additional examples on how he dealt with Moses, talking with Moses face to face. And uh, there were judgments that God was going to carry out at one time. And yet Moses had such a good relationship with God, he was able to talk him out of it, so to speak. Some people may look at it, change his mind, so to speak. Uh, think about the account with Abraham and the city of Solomon and Uh God said what he was going to do and he allowed Abraham to still make efforts, <laughs> if you will, to see if you know, more than less than ten or so righteous persons would be in the uh city. Uh and you know, because he kept on going down until he got down that low. And it goes to show you how bad that city was. But the account with Moses being able to actually tell God that when his people were acting up so so bad. And God said, you know, you just step aside. I, I'll make a great nation out of you. Cause these people, they don't appreciate, <laughs> you know, I mean, he didn't say it like that. You got to read the account, but you can tell God was upset. And I want to emphasize the God who is love and a happy God was upset and justifiably so. If you read that whole account of, you know, what happened. And that's one thing that you would notice. Time and time again, that God does not even, uh, you know, force even being in that close proximity uh, of his people, like you know, what was it, a, a, a cloud uh, by day and a pillar of fire by night, you see, at times, uh, uh, you know, leading the people. And yet, with all that great power where they could just see at the distance that God's presence was there, they would still do the things that they (laughs) you know that they did. And so what does that go to show you just how still approachable, even comfortable God makes his people feel. Uh, Many persons through prayer have experienced that as well, but that's just a side thought. So Here it is, even though they had acted up again, he gave Moses the opportunity to plead for them and say, God, don't do this. Don't don't do this because then the nations, all they're gonna do is talk about you and and say that because the people were so hard-headed that you couldn't even put up with them (laughs) and took them out to the wilderness just to, you know, uh, put them out their misery. And 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 so, you know, God listened to them. And so this was one of those accounts where some people may say, well how could this happen how could isn't god perfect and this and that this and that well this goes to show you again how god there's an expression condescends uh will lower you know himself down like you know peeking at us almost to say what would you like for me to do for you you see and we can move his heart to do things that he wouldn't have done at first just like a parent you see so it doesn't mean that god is all of a sudden faulty because he does that it just goes to show another aspect again of his personality and how he exercises his power his um uh, as some people would say omnipresence but guess what it even talks about in the scriptures where his home is in the most holy of holies and he never leaves there. You see, so with those thoughts in mind, it goes to show that God is not overbearing. He's not overbearing. And even though he even has the ability to do everything, uh, you know, with his power, with his uh, knowledge and everything because of all these creatures that he made throughout the universe like in heaven and on earth who, you know, we're just feeble little children then he certainly uses his power in such a way where he puts a nice, you know, gate around us to protect us uh, you know, even from his awesomeness and power and uh, just like a parent who's not trying to be overbearing uh, you know, on their children, he, you know, gives us opportunities to take our gifts, uh, do something with them, uh, give donations to him as well from our heart like a parent does. I think about, you know, as a child, uh, when they're first a baby and they're in the crib, you see that child uh relies on the parent for everything so the parent just looking at the child for everything to say let me take care of this let me take care of that but as the child gets older and especially to the point where the child wants their own room hmm what happens the child may have a writing pad may have even a diary or journal even though that house and even though that room of course still belongs to the parent what does the parent normally do you know even though I could go in that room and look at that diary or that journal, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to talk with my child, you see, and find out uh, what his or her concerns are about, you see. Uh, so not using his power in that way to know something, he actually, like I use examples with Abraham and Moses, Gives us the example or gives us the the leeway or or freeway to use our free will and decide what we're going to do. And then, you know, he conversates with us as well. And as I said before, with our prayers, uh, we can certainly move God's heart to act on something that he wasn't going to do before. Now, many persons have uh, mentioned that, yeah, it has to be according to his will. Um Yes, that's certainly uh, a part of it. Just think about it, his will, though. It is still all-encompassing of the earth and humans and goodness anyway. So, do you got something good that you're praying about? Sincerely praying about? You just keep on doing it. This was James with the Perceptive Readers. You... Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.